Welcome to Your Business Is Not Your Boss. I am Jeff Welch, and I help small business owners stop living at the mercy of their business so they can put their business to work for them. What is up? Welcome to episode one of Your Business Is Not Your Boss. I am your host and small business coach, Jeff Welch, and today we are going to talk about what you need to stop doing. Really, really popular way to kick this thing off, right? Let's let's talk about what you need to quit. Uh, before I jump in, this episode is based on the most recent edition of my weekly email. Each week, I send a message to small business owners like you to help you kick your week off in the driver's seat of your business, and I would love to have you join us. Just go to jeffwelch.com slash email to subscribe today. All right, let's get back to it. So the the new year has begun. Now, I, I, I'm, I guess I'll kick this off by giving you my two cents about New Year's resolutions, and you can file them wherever you would like to do so. I, so I'm I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I don't have any problem. I don't I don't have like some philosophical issue with like uh, if you want to have New Year's resolutions, great, that's fantastic. I I celebrate that. I think the problem with New Year's resolution is this idea that a new year, which is a fiction, right? A new year could theoretically start at any point uh, on the calendar. Uh, that that is a moment in time where we have the opportunity to make some fundamental change. And if we miss it, oh boy, we've got to wait for that calendar to roll back around. And I prefer to look at it on a, as a continuum, right? Uh, every day is a new opportunity to level up, to do something different, to start that, to stop that, whatever. So that's that's my my very microscopic beef with uh, New Year's resolutions. But uh, it's very likely that at this point of, of the year, many of you have done some reviews in your business, and, and I'm excited for uh, the end of 2024 uh, to be uh, offering some help in, in terms of, of, of helping clients work through that end-of-year review and sort of analyzing what's happened and what's to come. Because while the calendar is, is a bit of a fiction, we still have to deal with the IRS and, and all of the things related to the, uh, the financial management and legal management of our business, right? So, but, but many of you have likely spent some time considering the, the things that have happened in the past year, considering what you want to see happen in the new year, and, and you probably have, uh, if not written down, at least considered some goals or resolutions, whatever you want to call them, for this new year. And I, I think that's wonderful. Like, we, we should have these goals and these objectives that we're working toward, and, and we should be identifying ways to make our business better. And uh, we need those things, you know, in the forefront of our vision so that we're, we're working towards them. But here's how I would like to offer that I think you could make those resolutions, those goals. Here's how you could make them even more effective, right? Add at least a couple of things to that list, and they could be directly related to what you've already written down, or they could be different. But at least a couple of things that you will stop doing, right? Normally, our resolutions are I'm going to go to the, like, they, they're often a start kind of thing. Some of them certainly are stops, right? I need to quit drinking. I need to whatever, right? But 
very often it's it's about what the new thing we're going to do. And I don't know about you, but I've got a lot of things on my to-do list. And sometimes it's very daunting to say, and now there is one more thing I've got to figure out how to add into the mix. So in January, lots and lots and lots of people are figuring out how to add the gym into their already busy schedule. And they're real good at it for about three weeks, uh, some a little longer. And then life shows up and there are interruptions and there are all sorts of things that need to be done and handled and something's got to give. And usually it's the, the new thing that you're trying to adopt, right? Uh, and that's why people who, who go to the gym, now I, I, I do a little little uh, strength workout at home and I, 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 I do some, some yoga in my living room. So I'm not a part of the gym crowd, but I know that there are some folks who frequent it, they're, they're like clockwork, right? They do that all the time. And there are these parts of the year where they're like, oh man, everyone's going to show up for a few weeks and it's going to be hard to find the equipment that we need because everyone else is going to be using it. But by February, it kind of settles down, right? So starting something new is difficult. Starting something new is, is additive, right? We're, we're adding on to our already busy schedules. So sometimes what we have to do is say, to do this new thing, what, what do I have to let go of? Or we can even say, what if stopping something was as good as starting something? So I, I've got a couple little examples I want to share. So we have this big island in our kitchen, right? And when we moved into this house seven years ago, my wife, like the configuration that it was in, she walked in and she immediately was like, if we knock this wall down and move this around, like she had this clear vision of how she wanted this. And one of the things was she wanted a, a big island that she calls the heart of the home, right? And it is, right? It's the place when we're cooking dinner, uh, when we have people over, we all kind of circle around this island and we talk and we snack and Maddie will uh, often, our daughter Maddie will often uh, sit at that island and do her homework and make a gigantic mess all over the counter, uh, which she is uh, very reluctant to clean up, it seems. But this is a wonderful addition to our home, right? It's this wonderful thing that we all very much enjoy, except it's also the place where when we come in the house, we dump our junk. The mail gets dropped there, whatever, whatever, you know, like w w when we lived in an apartment, it was how do we get all the groceries in the house in one trip, right? We're not making two trips. How do we do it? And I feel like we've carried that mindset forward. So instead of carrying what we can into the house and then putting it where it needs to go, we carry as many things as we can so that we don't have to go back out to the garage, which is not far. You know, we're talking <laughs> 20, 30 paces, right? So we often come in with too much in our hands and we just dump stuff there and we're not always good about making sure that it gets put away in that moment. And so we could say in the new year, we really want to start cleaning that island more often. Every night we clean off the island. And I think that that's a great idea, right? That's fantastic. Another approach might be we're going to stop dumping our junk on the island, right? So when we clean it up in, at the end of the night, there's only a couple of things to manage, right? Uh, but we're going to say, when we come in the house, we're going to stop leaving our stuff there. It's got to, we're going to put it where it belongs, or we're going to have a designated place for all the stuff that we don't know where it should, should live in this moment. We haven't decided yet. Um, 
Well, I used to keep a box in a closet, like a hall closet, that was exactly for that. Once a week, we would go through the box of like, I don't know, and then we would figure out what to do with that stuff. But um, instead of saying, we need to add this new behavior of uh, being being more active about cleaning it, what if we stopped <laughs> creating the problem in the first place, right? What if we stopped dumping our junk there? Uh, another one is like, I, I, I have been in conversations like, you know, you're at a networking event or something like that, and there's sort of a group of people, and somebody walks up, and they say, wow, John, wow, you've lost a lot of weight, man. How did you do it? And John says, I stopped drinking beer. And that's, I'm, I, maybe that's not the whole thing. I don't, I don't drink beer, so I don't know, but I, I mean, it makes sense, right? It makes sense that drinking a lot of beer might uh, uh, contribute adversely to your waistline. And Basically, what they're saying in, in the simplest terms possible is uh, instead of starting to do something else, uh, man, I, I really need to hit the gym more often. I need to do whatever. And not that those things are bad. Those are probably a great thing to do. But all they did was remove one part of the equation that was having negative impacts and they began to see benefits, right? So sometimes the stopping of a thing is as good as starting a brand new thing, right? And in some cases, what we're doing is we're starting a new thing. I'm going to go to the gym. So we don't have to stop some of the bad habits that we already have, right? So um, you may want to get to the gym every morning, but the first thing you need to do is to stop snoozing that alarm clock. Like that's the essence of getting to the gym. Or maybe you need to stop snacking in the evening or something like that. Or maybe you want to start reaching out to new customers in your business every week, right? You've got this plan to say, um, I really want to be more active about reaching out to, to new customers or prospective customers. But the, the place to start with that is kill that time that's on YouTube, right? Like you're, you're soaking up your day, um, looking at things and, and being distracted by things that are getting in the way of, of being able to reach out to those customers. You may want to delegate more, right? Like who, who, who doesn't want to say, man, if I could get a few more things off my plate, that would be fantastic. But the first thing you need to do is stop buying into the idea that it'll just be faster if you do it yourself. And we'll get into that at some other point, but I will tell you uh, that is that is only the case if you only need to do it one time, and sometimes that's not even the case. So what you do matters, and it matters a lot, but so does what you don't do. So I, I, I'd love for you to take that list of goals, that list of resolutions, and really consider what should I stop doing in the new year? Is there something that I can put on this list that will remind me to say, nope, I don't do that anymore? Because when I do that, it either creates more work for me downstream or it is preventing me from getting the thing that I want. Do not be your own worst enemy. Do not be an inadvertent saboteur in your business, right? You have enough things from the economy, from your competitors, from supply, like all of these things that make it difficult for you to win sometimes. Do not be a part of that problem by doing behaviors, by acting in ways that are against your best interest. Okay, so that may be a great conversation to have with a spouse or a mentor to say, man, do you see things that I'm doing that are not contributing to where I want to be? Am I acting in ways that are against my best interest? Uh, it's got to be a trusted person, um, but I, I, I think there is a, a great likelihood if you are a human person 
that every once in a while you are demonstrating behaviors, you are acting in ways that don't really serve what you hope to accomplish through your business and in your life. All right, that's it from me. If you are a small business owner who wants to overcome overwhelm and make your business work for you, and why wouldn't you? Don't forget to hit that describe button. (laughs) Okay, that's it from me. If you are a small business owner who wants to overcome overwhelm and make your business work for you, and why wouldn't you? Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and visit jeffwelch.com slash email to score my weekly insights curated just for you. Until next time, don't forget, your business is not your boss.